Hey friends, it's Mark James and welcome to today, Wednesday, the, what is it, 31st, 1st, is it the 1st? Is it the 1st of June? Yes. Well, speak up about it. What? What? Sarah James is here, friends, yes. We are joined by everybody's favourite co-host, double co-host, because Doc's here too. I'm sitting in the correct room and Sarah's here, but today is Wednesday, the 1st First of, June. of June. I'm glad I've realised that. You know why? Because when I do the calculator trick later, I need to be very wary of the fact that the date and time is going to be 168. What's it going to be? I'm on a quarter past eight. It's going to be like 16842 or something. So I need to be very careful that the numbers don't go over 16,000 in that trick. Thinking out loud here, friends. That means nothing to me. Well, the calculator trick ends up with the date and time, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. But the date... So yesterday it was 315-842. Because if I go on stage at quarter past eight, that trick usually happens about 842. 315-842. But tonight it's going to be 16842. So what does that mean? Well, it's a whole set of... Dig- it's only... Like 16,842, isn't it? But normally it's 315,000 or 265,000. It's way higher, isn't it? Is it? Think about this. Because <laughs> no. I ask Talking people... about numbers, I don't know. I ask people how long they've been married and how many slices on a pepperoni pizza and all that. And it doesn't matter if the number... I can't let the numbers that they say be more than the eventual total number, can I? Because if I do, the trick won't work. So you need to pick questions that are going to be low numbers. Right. Bingo. Or I need to ask for couples who've got low am- amounts of years. I've just ordered some non-alcoholic rum. Have you? Why? I don't know. I came up on Instagram. That just it... seems pointless, though. No, I think it's good. It's a taster box for £5 and the shipping was free. You know what it's going to taste of? Seawater. <laughs> but look, you get a little tonic and a ginger you're a little tonic and a ginger and you get a, <laughs> you get a non-alcoholic white rum and dark rum Aww. because i enjoyed that non-alcoholic sangria the other day you didn't know it was non-alcoholic well that's what i mean you bought it by accident well that's what i mean you would never have bought on alcohol so what if that is delicious rum and it's non-alcoholic and i can drink a whole bottle at night and not feel guilty right alcoholism for the same is that mm-hmm. what you're saying mm-hmm. hmm. it's a fiver well, I mean, you can't... That's better than the shite you buy all the time. You know why it's cheap? Hasn't got any alcohol in. Yeah, but even if you buy those little tonic and little ginger, they're a fiver. What does rum even taste like, apart from alcohol? How is it going to taste like rum if it's not alcoholic? That's interesting, isn't it? I think it's good, look. Kaleno. Kaleno. Tropical, non-alcoholic spirits. Gosh. Should we get into the podcast? We do a gin, too. Because so far, I mean, you've just had a chat. I don't even want to be part of this. No offence, friends. (laughs) (laughs) Non-taken. She does want to be part of it. Today's been a big day. Do you want to tell everyone what happened? No. Why? Because why? You don't like the drama. Don't like a fuss. She doesn't want a fuss. Tell them. Oh, you tell them. God. You'll make it a big drama. I didn't even tell all my friends about the last big drama. So basically, everybody who listens to this podcast knows about Sarah's cancerous mole that she had to get removed and only had a 1, 0.5 Breslow depth and turned out in the end to be completely fine. It was cancerous, but it hadn't broken the skin and so she was fine. Well, today she tells me she's got a big giant lump under her armpit. So I immediately go... So attractive. <laughs> 
I immediately go full on Asperger's terrified, you know, do the research husband and find out everything there is to know about the lymph nodes, the lymphatic system and uh, where lumps occur. Now, as it turns out, we're not that worried. Sarah's been to the doctor. She's had it looked at. She's been referred to the specialist to give it a little squeeze and a pull and check it out. But a lump under the armpit is very common and can happen for literally hundreds of reasons. And had she not had a previous cancer scare, we wouldn't even be worried about it. But because of the previous one, that's why we were worried. That's why I was worried. But um, it turns out there are two main characteristics of a lump under the armpit. And one of them is a lump that is in a fixed position and appears to be stuck to a solid part of the body and you move your skin over it, but the lump itself does not move. And then the second type of lump is the kind of lump that floats around in midair and appears to be attached more to the dirt, the underlayer, the epidermis, the, the layer that's under the skin. And... um that one moves around, it floats in space, you can push it further into your armpit, bring it out, it can move up and down, you can get behind it, it wobbles around. The kind that doesn't move, that's the scary one that is potentially cancerous. Um, the one that moves around is more likely, if anything, to be either a lipoma, which is a non-cancerous lump in the armpit, but can, if left untreated, turn into a sarcoma, which is a malignant form of cancer, or it can be a... Um, What's it called? Like the lymph, the lymph system and the lymph nodes, they are responsible for kind of filtering out good and bad things in your body. So often if they swell, it's because they've detected something bad further inside of you. So a swollen lymph node, if it doesn't move, can be an indication that you've got breast cancer or something like that. But anyway, so far, so good. What Sarah's feels like is the not good kind, because there's no good kind of lump in your armpit, is there? but not the bad kind either. It feels like they're almost definitely going to be okay kind, but you know what? While we're in the business of cutting into you and taking stuff on and off, let's get this out as well, because it's not worth leaving in there, is it? You still talking? Mm. I'm worried about you. It's fine, isn't it? You're my everything. It's just a lump. You're my only one. You're my world. Oh, God. I love you in every universe. That's direct from uh, Doctor Shit, Doctor Strange. It pisses you off, doesn't it? All the multiverses. Oh my God! Could you imagine if there's multi use? Multiverse me. Oh, that'd be horrendous. I hate the multiverse. One is enough. Do you want to just comment on your cancer? I don't have cancer. Do you want to just comment on that's the fact, my comment? What's your comment on your non? She always refers to it as a fake cancer. My fake cancer. She's I had a... fake cancer last time. And I'll have fake cancer now and I'll have a bit of time off work and it'll piss everybody off that I'm having a bit of time off work for fake cancer. Tell them the question you asked me in the Japanese restaurant. Um, <laughs> when I was at my most worried and researching, Sarah said, if I do die, which woman who's currently in your life do you think will try to sleep with you first? Yeah. That's what she <laughs> Oh, man. That's what we will try it on with you first. I said, I think more men try to sleep with me than men, uh, women, men try to sleep with me, more men try to sleep with me than women currently. Yeah, but I've been saying no to both. I do think uh, I better start stashing anything that would look bad if I died. If anyone found what have you got that would look bad? I don't know, just like if someone could I help you, is there a dirty old like grey bra that would be embarrassing if anyone helped you tidy my stuff and went Ugh. that's what you're worried about a dirty old grey bra well yeah what if it really affected me emotionally and I started wearing that stuff <laughs> <laughs>
What if I grew my hair out long and dyed it bleach blonde? Started wearing a dirty old grey bra. And bras. wore your little old grey bras. I mean, it's not dirty, obviously. It's clean. But it's just a grey, tired bra that should have gone in the bin like ten years ago. But it's comfy, so you keep wearing them. What if I tried to do a Norman Bates and was mother and father to Joshua? It's funny that my mum used to always say, you should never keep underwear that you'd be embarrassed that if you got knocked over by a bus and had to go to the hospital and they had to, like, cut your clothes off, would you be embarrassed about your underwear? Yeah, but your mum always said, don't always wear underwear. She also it's best said, to let yeah. a bit of air get on she your twat did. once in a while. And she also wore the most oldest, horrendous, holiest underwear in the world, so... And I wear it now. <laughs> it's, it's like, what, my mum's underwear? <laughs> yeah. It's funny, isn't it? So anyway, I might have fake cancer again. God. But, you know... It better not ruin the holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus so I paid for the rest of the holiday today we're going to Benidorm in uh, five weeks yeah four and a half five weeks we better find something to do with this dog oh yeah shit we keep forgetting about him keep just booking holidays does anyone want a dog for a week <laughs> yeah does anyone want to look after a jackapoo he's lovely but he's, he's a very good needy boy. he's a good boy so is that the end of the cancer chat um I guess so, yeah. Nothing else you want to add? Nothing more to report, is there? Keep people updated. Just, you know. I mean, effectively now. Friends, if you ever find a lump, go and get it checked out. If you find a lump, go and get it checked out. It's not worth waiting. Um, I and... wouldn't have done in the past, but with my last stint, I did. And you were lucky the last time because Can you I left be that for... This time? Well, you will, yeah, but you left that for ages. And, you know, it turned out to be that it was cancerous, but thankfully it hadn't gone below the skin. And they double, double checked all that stuff. It's interesting, isn't it? Because if not for that, we'd probably be really calm about this. But that was what made me more worried. When you've had that touch with it before, when you've sat in the car outside the hospital waiting for your wife and she comes out clearly upset and you think, fuck me, this is bad news, and then says, right, so it is cancerous. But until you've been through that moment, you live a bit more carefree. But once you've felt that, it changes how you respond to stuff. You know, you know, it was me that had it, though. Yeah, I know. And I had the operations and stuff, and but I in, got the scars. But I, it's funny, because I listened to Danny Baker's biography about it. Well, you've got no emotion anyway. Yeah, but you make it all about you, like... Well, one of us... How, ha- how Mark James went through cancer. Listen... <laughs> well, you didn't, it was me. One of us has to... I'm the one with the big fuck-off scar on my back. One of Even us has to feel today, something, that's all I'm saying. It was the same doctor that I first went to with that mole, and he went, ooh, you've got a nice big scar, haven't you? Yeah. And I went, yeah, I have. All I'm saying is one of us has to feel something. And if it's not me, it'll be no one. Um, yeah, so I don't know. It's just hard, isn't it, hearing that news? Danny Baker talked about this in his biography because he got really bad brain cancer. Yeah. And, I mean, he's fine now. He lived. He had... It's crazy when you hear what he went through to get it treated. They make... The men who live. Yeah, but they make a mask, right? They get this mask and... Um, it's made out of, um, you know, when you see like like a hockey mask, almost mm-hmm. like a ho- hockey mask. They scan your face and everything and they fit it because it has to be perfectly fitted. And then they put you on the bed, almost like an MRI scanner, the radiation treatment. And the mask is on and it straps your head to the table because you can't move at all. Because if you move at all, the laser thing doesn't work. It's like a microwave. You know, microwaves cook from the inside. They basically do that. They strap you in, but so that they don't hit the wrong place. Your head can't move at all. And you go in and you get your head zapped like a microwave. And he said it feels awful. And uh, it lasted months and months. But now he's completely fine. Even grew his hair back and everything. 
But he had like full on mm. central brain cancer and managed to beat it. But when he talked about it, he said that cancer is often worse for the people around oh. you because he said, well, his... Well, it's going to be much worse for you, isn't it? Everything's worse for you. I think I do you a service sometimes by taking the stress so that you it's don't shocking. have to. I think if I give you me to worry about, you won't worry about yourself as much. Oh, great. Is that why you do it all the time and everything? That's it, yeah. Don't say with everything. I'm just full of passion and love for you, baby. But... I'm going to have to um, tell everyone at work now. He's... Paul and Lauren both listened to this. Oh, yeah, shit. And I wasn't going to tell anyone because I didn't want any fuss. Well, he said that he accepted that he didn't really... Not that I don't love Paul and Lauren, obviously. They're my two favourites at work. Yeah. Well, he said that he felt like he was just the battleground rather than a soldier in the battle. And that ultimately the medicine and the people who know what they're doing will do it. And all you can well, do they is... they do, don't you? That's why I said when the doctor rang for and stuff, just whatever they think I need to have done, just let's do it. And it's done, isn't it? Mm. I'm very chilled about stuff like this. Well, I am now that I've felt the lump. I gone with it, don't I? Because I read and it said that even if it's a cancerous lump, by the way, it said even if there's a, there's a chance that it's not a lipoma... There's only a 4% chance in people over 40, and you're only 41, and only a 0.4% chance if you're under 40. So you're probably 0.2% chance. Oh, it's 100% not going to be what everyone the worst scenarios. Even the doctor said that. But even with my first one, when it was, I got it removed. I went into work the same day. Yeah, you do. I the just... second time, when I had to have more skin removed, it was a bit more serious, and I had to have a bit of time off. I just tend to catastrophize a little bit. And when I went to the doctor and she told me, the nurse, and said it was cancerous, I went to work that same day, cracked on with it. Just crack on, don't you? I didn't. I sat in the car. Oh, you sat in the car. Bereft. Cried and hugged and, oh, what about me? And it's because I love you so much. Oh, yeah, I no. couldn't live without you. I tell you all the time, if you died, I'd kill myself. I'd have to. And Joshua, like Romeo and Juliet, a little packed. He'd agree. You have to do Doc now as well. Oh, fuck me. I'll do him now. Because <laughs> you can't leave him because he'll just eat you both. Yeah, I'll do that. Oh, my God. I talked about it on the podcast before, I know, didn't I? that German dog. The loyalty of a dog, the German, German shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone hasn't heard that episode, I highly recommend you search back through the podcast and find the episode called The German, German Shepherd. It's about a dog who ate its owner. And uh, it's very funny. Doc's a bit fussy. What, you think he'd eat only one of us? He's a fussy eater. Josh was vegetarian, so he'd have his two options open, really. Mm. He doesn't really like, well, let's say he doesn't really like fatty food, Doc, so. But you're skinny now, so. <laughs> he'd probably so... eat you over Joshua. He's got a little bit of baby fat on him. <laughs> you think I'd be saved? No, I think he'd eat you. You're skinny. All oh, right, okay. Anyway, so, what were you going to talk about today? We went for Japanese food. So anyway, Sarah's going to be absolutely fine. I am going to be fine. But that's where we're at. I love you. Oh, God. <laughs> I think you're okay. So. You'll do for now. I feel all right now that I've felt it. I, it was feeling the lump and seeing how much it moves around and that it is just a floating in space lump. I bet it's just a blocked gland or something weird like that. Well, it was very interesting because I've suffered for many years with carpal tunnel, haven't I? What we I? believe is carpal tunnel, but may now not have been. But may now be this lump, which is might be pressing on a nerve, which is causing pain in my hand, the doctor said. The doctor said you could have had this lump for most of your life and not realised because it's just emerged from the pit or whatever. And because I've lost weight. 
I might not have felt it before. Yeah. Not sudden, unexplained weight loss, though. <laughs> well, bet. Which is another uh, thing. Because you've got no fatigue, no rash, no night sweats. None of the other symptoms that go along with it. So we're good, aren't we? So you're good, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> oh, God. How much time away from you do I get if I get proper cancer? Listen, I'm worried, babe. Do I have to spend a lot of time in hospital I'm, away from you? I'm worried about you. And I get you. a good wig as well. I just want a wig. I'm worried about you, but how does it affect me? <laughs> Anyway. I always get accused of this. It is that all I turn... about you. It's all about <laughs> you. It's about you. It's all... So... So, what were you going to talk about today? We went for it Japanese... It wasn't going to be this, was it? We're oh. 16 minutes in. Oh, it's going to be a short one. This has got to drive to the gig. We went to a Japanese restaurant and had really good sushi. I sushi. I wanted to go for brunch, but of course, it's always about Mark James. You didn't want to go for brunch, so we went for sushi. I don't really like brunch. Yeah, but I do. But I'd have gone... You to... said, hang on, babe, I'm going to take you for lunch. Where do you want to go? Yeah. In... Oh, there's this really nice brunch place. I really want to go and That's I want to try lunch. it. I said I was going to take you for lunch. <laughs> and I want to try it. And you were like, yeah, we're not going there. Let's go for sushi. I didn't say I was going to take you for brunch. They but, do lunch too. But also, but no, you do they, no, they don't. They don't do lunch. You yeah, didn't want to take, you said you wanted to take me somewhere I wanted to go. I wanted to go to the brunch place. But I said if they also did lunch, I'd have taken you, but they didn't. They yeah, but what did, did you want? Sushi isn't lunch. It is. But it's also not Eggs Benedict and avocados on toast. That's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted they did sandwiches and stuff. Yeah, but not nice ones. Salami. Sourdough, beautiful I steak sandwiches and stuff. It was brisket. That'll have me shitting like there's no tomorrow. Oh, shut up. Brisket shit. I'm going to swear on the podcast. Swear? Go on. Fucking so, swear. You so we didn't take me for brunch. If anyone wants to take me for brunch, you're more than welcome to. You might not have long. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to live my best life, so maybe I can go for brunch in, like, Canada or somewhere. Haven't you got some new Canadians listening? Make a wish. Yeah. Just the fit, tall guy listening. JB? Yeah. No. Oh, who listens then? Who's Bill new? listens. Bill, who sent the T-shirt. Yeah. Oh, he's nice. Yeah. But he's he's nice, though, isn't he? He's a nice man and married and stuff. Yeah. I like but, my T-shirt, though. I'd keep wearing it. Yeah. I don't like that drink stuff. It's too sweet for me. Sarah doesn't like the crystal light. Mm. But I do, and Joshua loves it. But I don't really drink sweet uh, drink drinks like that. No. I don't like pop and stuff unless it's got alcohol in it. I'm drinking some Coca-Cola Intergalactic that got delivered today. So we went for sushi. Yeah, we did. It was very good. New place it called Mees nice, Me, in Preston. M-E-I-Z. It was excellent sushi. We had a little drive around. We went to Booth's. We got sourdough delivered. Oh, the pizza. Let's finish now <laughs> quickly with the pizza. We fucked up the pizzas. No, I haven't got time. I'll have to do it next week. I've got to leave for the gig in like two minutes. Otherwise I'm got a pizza oven. We bought a pizza oven, it came, we set it up, it took half an hour to get to temperature, but in our eagerness to make the pizzas, we made the pizzas as soon as we started the pizza oven off. We got some pre-made dough from a nice little um We bought some pre-made dough, but what we didn't realise is that 
if you make a pizza and put the toppings on and leave it on the bench for 30 or 40 minutes, it will become so stuck to the bench that it Foggy. is impossible to get it on at the pizza peel. And even if you can get it on the pizza peel, which eventually we did, it will then become impossible to launch into the pizza oven, which we also did. And then if you manage to get it into the pizza oven, it will then become impossible to get out of the pizza oven. Get off the pizza and what you will end up with is a completely burned, mushy ball of... Slop. Cheese and slop and a very, very, very charred pizza stone. <laughs> so we balls it up, basically. We pizza, but we dough balls it up. Yeah. But never mind, we'll try again. Sarah's washing the pizza stone and drying it out thoroughly so that we can try again. Mm. Maybe, oh, not tomorrow, because I'm fasting tomorrow. Friday? No? Why? It's going to be Sunday now. Oh, you're away Friday. Yeah, I've got things Friday. Uh, okay, Sunday. Sunday's Sun the day with the boy. Yeah, that'll be our second try. Yeah. That'll be good. We'll try. We'll do just try lots of things. We'll try pizza. We'll get some stuff going on in the skillet. Get another skillet that fits. Yeah, I've been looking on eBay. I'll order a couple of little ones and stuff. Flat ones. Yeah, different ones. Yeah, that'll be good. I like a tenner on eBay. I like it. It's very hot in there. You, there's like a um, there's a thermometer, a laser dot thermometer. I was taking the temperature. Of everything, me, Sarah, the dog, my American penis. American pies. <laughs> have got a new. Um, you name it. A new menu item and it's a boisson that cheese oh yeah wrapped in the pizza dough oh. and a skillet with sauce i can make that nice we'll try that yeah yeah it's gonna be oh yeah i'd like to try and make some calzones that'd be good because oh. they're one of my favorites they're easy, aren't they? you have to make some homemade kebab meat you know that way they make it wrapped in tin foil i mean i don't know if we'll do all that on sunday but no just to, just normal pizzas would be good because now we've got semolina flour We've got... Well, we learned from our mistakes, didn't we? Yeah, we've got the proper uni pizza dough. And it hopefully will be dough. raining because we did it, this all in the rain as well. I think that pizza dough will be better as well if you leave it approved for longer and mm -hmm. stuff. Oh, and it was pissing down. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Which did not help at all. It was a nightmare. I was standing outside under an umbrella with a thermometer and a sad look on my face and a pizza peel with no pizza on it. It wasn't good. It was bad. But instead, I came in the house and ate all the cheese. Weight's still going well, though. Still in those 15s, baby. Feeling good. I don't know, was I in the 15s last week? I was, wasn't I? Still in those good 15s. 15. Still in those good 15s, baby. 15, 12, that's all right. Mm -hmm. It's not my absolute lowest. Mm -hmm. 15, 10 is the lowest. Mm -hmm. But I'm there. I mean, by Sunday, I could be a new low if I wanted to. Maybe. Yeah. What is it at Wednesday? I could be 15, 8 by Sunday. Maybe I'll be diagnosed with cancer by Sunday and you'll be on a new low. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's terrible. Cancer is not funny. <laughs> what a way to finish. <laughs> don't finish with that. You must have another story. I don't. You've just been on gigs and everything. Thanks for listening, friends. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I don't because I've got to drive to this gig. It's like two and a half hours, two hours, 40 minutes away. So I need to leave. I'm on stage quarter past eight and it's currently five past five. Oh, you better go then. Mm, I better. You better. But it's been a pleasure. <laughs> I'm a little bit tipsy, so I'm sorry, friends. Oh, yeah. I had a vodka in the hot tub and it's just gone straight to my head. I think the stress and everything has <laughs> gone to my head. It's not the stress of the armpit uh, thing. It's the stress of our work, of the, the stress jet of course. Everything. I'll just get everything. That's just a little weird ball under your arm. It's going to be nothing. Mr. Ball Legs. It's my ball legs from Santa Clarita oh, Diet. I love it. It Mr. Ball Legs. We should watch that again. I'm going to just push it up and try and get it out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> ball Legs. Jesus. 
We all get down there, please get over there. Right, know. let's stop now. This is getting weird. Um, yeah, say goodbye to the friends now. You've thoroughly depressed them. <laughs> Just as we got some cheer about the pizza oven and the Japanese. Oh, well. No, everything's good. It is good. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Um, I need to go to the gig. Go then. Say bye to the friends. Bye, the friends. <laughs> God, you're so pushy. Bye, the friends. Have a great day and a great week. And don't worry, everything's going to be good. And we'll be back next Wednesday. Everything's going to be great. If you do have any lumps or bumps or anything you're not sure about, go and see your doctor. Don't be embarrassed to talk about them. Go and get them checked out. Go and get them checked out. And if you've got a lump on your armpit, remember, there's only a 4% chance if you're over 40 that it's malignant. It'll just be fine. Just a lump and a bump. Little fatty lump. Aww. I'm sitting on my little fatty lump. You might lose a pound if you get that taken out. <laughs> oh, I wish it was on my legs. If I could just have a little fatty lump on one side of my leg. You have? Which I am. <laughs> if they just removed it and then removed the other, I'd be like, you know, skinny. You are skinny. You're beautiful. Mm. Bye, the friends. <laughs> Bye, the friends. <laughs> Bye, everyone.